What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package. Craig and Cuz are off this week, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Hey, Jess, since you're the only one here, can you feed me today's topic? <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. That sounds like uh, it. And this was the final show on the UK tour in 1992. So it, it's done... Most Coliseum videos, for people who don't know what Coliseum video is, they would just do like a collage of matches. So it would be like Sean Mooney or Lord Alfred Hayes or Gene Okerlund or Bobby Heenan or whatever hosting it. And they'd be like, let's go to this match. Let's go to this. And they would just cut yeah. to a match. So it was, like, it was this almost one, like your greatest hits, you know? Yes, exactly. That's a that's a good description. This one is an actual card from beginning to end. So I was like, yeah. why don't we start reviewing some cool shit on Pacock? And do this. And I wanted to start with the WWF UK Rampage 1992 review. Um, yeah. Kind of a fun little thing. So we're not going to go as hard on this as we do pay-per-views because, you know, when we give grades on pay-per-views, we paid money for that shit, you know, back in the day. And, and you know, so we're hard on it as far as like endings are concerned or the way it's booked. But we'll be a little nicer on this one because this is technically a Coliseum home video or WWF home well, video release. So it's a home video. It's a Euro, it's a Euro tour. And I also feel and you you tell me if I'm dead wrong on this, but I felt like there's a lot You're of wrong. experimentation going on these tours. People are being put together and and newer people are being brought in to work with other people to kind of see how it's going to work and how it's going to run. There was definitely a lot of flux here in WWF at this time. Um, you know, people were getting a lot smaller, as we'd say. Yeah. <laughs> and well, there's a lot of their experimentation going on here, I think, too. I think you got. you have to finish your intro. Yes, yes, I, I totally will. But I, I just wanted to throw that in. Um, no, no, I agree with that. I just uh, yeah. I was going to jump into what you said, and I was going to. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. You it. jump right in. For audio fans, yeah. give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel. On social media, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019, or check us out on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast. Jess, your response, sir. No, so I was going to say this is uh, this particular tour that we're watching here, or this particular date house mm. show, whatever you want to call it, yeah. was done on April the 19th, 1992, which is only two weeks after WrestleMania 8. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So they, they're <laughs> fresh off WrestleMania here. Hulk Hogan's gone. He, quote, unquote, retired. Uh, the Warrior was back already, but did not attend this tour, obviously. Uh, I'll let you take the rest because you like to do the city and the venue. Oh, and no, it's all good. I, it's all good. I was, was, was going to do a shitty Warrior impression saying, I don't go to Europe. I mean, I don't. Warrior didn't sign up for that. So, so this was just two weeks after WrestleMania 8. So the bottom hadn't quite fallen out yet because we all know at the end of 1992, mm -hmm. you, all the familiar faces are gone. Yes. But here, excuse me, um, they're trying to push some new talent and stuff like that here too. So I'll just say it's at uh, Sheffield, England at the Sheffield Arena. 8,000 people sold this out. It's a small venue. Um, the UK tours that they did before, I want to say they did one in 89. They skipped 90. They did 91. And this is 92. I know that 89 was headlined. The whole tour was headlined by Hulk and Savage in 89. And they were putting like 14, they were filling like 14, 15,000 seat venues here. I don't, I'm not saying that they couldn't fill it. Um, they probably would have filled a 14,000 seat venue because the, the European audience is hungry for WWF at this time, but they ch chose this arena. Um, 8,000 people here. Yep. Um, so yeah. And this is the last tour or the last house show of the European tour, if that makes sense. So they yeah. toured Europe for a week or two or whatever. This is the very, very last show. So like Dave said before, probably the night before, the day before that, the day before that was probably all these people were on the card, but they were all shuffled in different kind of orders. So we're yeah. just going to 
we're, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna review this one because it's on the network. So. Interesting side note: you were saying it, it might have been on the network, according to Wikipedia. This was available on the WWE Network on February fifth, twenty eighteen. So, so I guess available. maybe I maybe I missed it, and maybe I didn't realize. Yeah. But, but, but obviously it wasn't on Peacock, and now they're bringing everything back over. Yeah. So, you know. So, so I just figured it's going to be fun. All right. Match number one, Jess, what are we talking about so far? The first match was uh, Tatanka versus Skinner, the alligator man. Um, 11 minutes, 53 seconds. Tatanka was actually not in his – he wore white leg legging tights here, and this was mm-hmm. actually – for the first few months that Tatanka was on TV, he wrestled with long tights on, and then he changed to this the blue underwear tights with the little – Indian garb over his uh, and uh, his uh, back area. Um, but he was like in his first gear here, white tights or whatever. Tatanka yeah. was brand new here. He had he did wrestle a match at WrestleMania, uh, defeating Rick Martel. Um, so two weeks later, he's on the European tour. So good for him. 11 minutes was a little long for me, but I said, you know what? It was a typical house show match. It was yeah, a solid a opener. Mm-hmm. It was a solid opener. The European crowd cheered really loud for Tatanka, actually. They um, love Tatanka. Tatanka got the pin with his fallaway slam. Um, I gave it a B minus because again, this is a Coliseum home video release. This was a house show technically. It was a solid opener. I think it probably went like maybe yeah. three or four minutes too long, but B minus. I definitely put it in the B category. And you're going to find that all of these matches run a little long. Um, I think this is because maybe you know it's it's a house show tour. Give, yeah. give the fans what they want. Give them longer matches. Give them a little bit more. Um, I don't know suspense. You know, there's a lot more wear down holds. I think here you'd see. You know, maybe they're just hung over from the night before. I don't know, but. You know, at the end of the day, I'll give it a B because, like you said, the 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 heel work did its work. Skinner is very, very hateful, easy to hate here. Um, I think there's even a moment where his chaw gets all over Tatanka's head and face. I thought it was blood, but I think it's just his char. It's nasty. yeah, no, it is. Yeah, he spit it. In his it's face, absolutely yeah. disgusting. And um, Skinner is very easy to dislike. Uh, he's the ultimate heel. I hated him as a kid, which means he did his job. Um, and for that reason, and and you know, we love Tatanka. Um, I didn't really take too kind to um, to Gorilla saying that red war paint was uniting all the Native Americans together. It was um, very, very not PC um, at all. But you know, I guess you're Gorilla wrong. You're wrong, and it was. I'm sorry. It, it, it united. Yeah, I'm sure it united them all. I'm sure <laughs> it was. I'm sure, it was a great moment. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a B for the for the nostalgia of the match, and uh, it it does run long, but they all do here. So the stuff. next match is uh, the Legion of Doom uh, oh versus, <laughs> versus Colonel Mustafa, which was Iron Sheik, and Dino Bravo, who hadn't been on WWF television in like a year. Um, he had black hair here, too. I, I know. I was like, wait a minute. What's going on? Four minutes and 29 seconds. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, also on this tour, not this night, obviously, but Dino Bravo was defeated by Bret Hart for the IC title. Not Dino Bravo didn't wear the IC title. Bret Hart yeah, defended the IC he, title. He retained, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I specifically remember back in 1992 watching primetime wrestling and watching Bret Hart out of nowhere take on a black-haired Dino Bravo and beat him for the IC <laughs> title. It was so on this I, tour then. Yeah. yeah, it was on this tour at one point. So uh, anyway, this match was an awkward. I put, what the fuck kind of booking is this? Uh Super uh, weird. Perfect length, though, and it was way better than I expected. Uh, yeah. Hawk gets the pin on the Iron Sheik or Colonel Mustafa. Yeah. I give it a C because I don't think it could be any better than that. Dino Bravo was over the hill here, but he actually seemed like he had a little spunk in his step here, like he was trying to work a little bit, um, yeah. especially for the Road Warriors. And Sheik, of all people, was way over the hill here, huge in the belly area, could barely walk, but he yeah. actually did fine, too. 
I give it a solid C. Um, Hawk got the pin, like I said, on Mustafa with a clothesline off the top rope. Um, very odd booking, but it was somehow better than I thought. LOD looked amazing. Yeah, I, I give it. A, I give it a B minus, but it's because of the it's because of the LOD piece. And Dino Bravo surprised me in a good way. He looked good out there, and you know he's older. He's what is he? Just a few years away from his death, I think, at this point. Yeah, he was very um, tan. Yeah, he's very tan and very just for men look uh, going yeah. on. Uh, but for that reason, he, he did he did well in there and he did the job. But uh, Legion of Doom just pressing these guys and these guys are big guys. I mean, they're they're massive and Legion of Doom is just they're so fun to watch. Every time they go out there, it's a big splash. Um, and the place watch, went crazy for LOD. They went absolutely bonkers for them. And I, I'll tell you right now, I will watch any Legion of Doom match pretty much and be entertained. There's not many out there that go, oh, well, that sucked. It's Legion yeah. of Doom. They're press slamming everyone. You know, it's just it's amazing. So B minus for me. Yes. Uh, so Sid Justice had an interview with his manager, Harvey Wimpleman, uh, and it was a classic Sid interview. So here. Sean Mooney, right? Uh, sure, yeah, Sean Mooney. It was Sean a classic Mooney's Sid there. interview. Uh, just crazy Sid. I um, actually enjoyed the interview. I think it was one of his better interviews. I don't know if, how many times they had to record it, but I really I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and I, I, can't, I can't remember what he said exactly, but the way he was talking about The Undertaker... Um, was you know I'm gonna like I'm gonna grab your throat and I'm gonna rip it out and I'm just I'm like oh my god this is like really really it's 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 Sid Justice and the Undertaker and, and ironically uh, shortly after this tour Sid was gone he was just so down. weird like yeah. it, this this was like the Sid experiment that didn't work at first I guess yeah you know? no th yeah this was after WrestleMania when he was heel he uh, lost to Hogan by DQ. And uh, they were actually supposed to go into a program with the Warrior, and then he got into a dispute with the Warrior, and then Dunzo. So uh, I, I would honestly like to ask uh, Bruce Pritchard how many takes that interview was on on Rampage. How many yeah. times did have for that? Because Sid always just botches us to start. Over. Then he after that promo, <laughs> they they jump right over to the Undertaker being interviewed by Lord Alfred Hayes with Paul Bear. It's it so a typical interview from them. And then yeah. we go right into Sid Justice versus the Undertaker, five minutes and fifteen seconds. I put it is just as awful as it sounds. A slow plotting match. It bullshit countout. Sid yeah. wins by countout, which is bullshit. I give it a D. Like, God. Like, they didn't even try. And Sid was, again, probably unmotivated here, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I, I D, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's like it's in the you, you see the names right. and you're like, oh, this is gonna be good. No, but but you and I have talked about this. Every time I see two big men, I kind of go, Ugh. and then I, I'm surprised sometimes, but most of the time, like, yeah, that sucked. You just can't. It, it's hard to get two big men in there and, and make things happen. Um, Undertaker does his patented, you know, um, wear down arm hold off the top rope kind of thing. You know, walking the walking the plank or whatever. Old school, they would call it later on, right? So. Um, lots of fun stuff and fun pieces, but nothing in there to really, you know, to really put anyone over. It didn't do anybody any good. Uh, and if you're if you're gonna do a count out like that, I mean, I know it's a tour, but like, who does it benefit? All you did was put them together and then protect them both. And, it was just and, it was just and, more and going name value. Yeah, and and it didn't go anywhere. You're protecting Taker. You're protecting Sid, and Sid doesn't care. Sid would have jobbed if you told him to just pay me. It was zero. So, yeah. Yeah, it was Europe. Who cares, right? So, yeah, C-minus uh, C at best. Not very many. 
Oh, tried to ram him into the steel post and got shot in himself. But it didn't seem to phase him. Best thing you can use on him is a chainsaw. Oh, bell ringing here. What happened? Undertaker may have been outside the ring. So next we go into a Shawn Michaels interview, which was a great interview uh, for a young Shawn Michaels with Sensational Sherry. Then we go next to a Macho Man interview. I, I just want to talk about that real quick. I, I still I still think he dumped Sherry too soon. I think Sherry does so much for him here. He's so much more confident. Well, we're going to get into that him. because you see yeah. how she, we'll see how she'll factor into the match. Uh, then course. they went over to a Macho Man interview with Elizabeth. Uh, and then we jump right in to, for the WWF Heavyweight Championship, the Macho Man Randy Savage, the reigning champion, defended the belt against Shawn Michaels, 16 minute, 21 seconds, a fucking awesome match, especially to yeah. watch that Macho has a lot left in the tank back here, which a lot of people thought he didn't. Shawn Michaels, so young here, but yet just watching him work is like, oh my God. The following contest is scheduled for the World Wrestling Federation title. The last five minutes was fucking awesome. Um, Savage gets the pin after a crossbody from the top rope. I get a, a, a B plus. I should have given it an A for this card, but I gave it a B plus because I didn't want to just throw an A away. Um, Listen to this! Um, but I could easily have said A, A, A minus, B plus. This is the match of the night without question. This match was so fucking good. I it's loved another, it. I love this match. It's another classic. Come over to my house. Yeah. Come to the ring. We're going to put this together before the tour. And we're going to do it all tour long. And they they did tear the house down a little bit with it. It's it's always surprising why it's in the middle of the card, but it's not. You'll you guys will understand why towards yeah. the end here. Again, it's um, it's a house show. It's a house show in Europe, and it. you'll yeah. you'll you'll totally get it. Uh, but uh, I I did I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I think it's one of uh, Michael's uh, you know better, more competitive matches, and I think that's the way Macho Man would have wanted it. Where, where you know I hate to say someone like Hogan like how about I win all three of them, brother? But Macho's like no, let's make this competitive, right? Let's let's make it good. Um, I think Macho Man's always looking to do that, and. Um, yeah, with, and with Sherry just getting involved like crazy, um, taking her really long boots off and trying to hit uh, Macho with it, ends up hitting Michaels with it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, it, it's just a, a lot of a lot of fun Sherry stuff, and Elizabeth actually getting involved and in pulling Sherry to the mat. And, um, it was it was very well told, very good story. Like getting Elizabeth back involved is always good. This was a very good film moment time because the WrestleMania that Jess had talked about two weeks before is where Macho Man Randy Savage beats uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair to win his second WWF Yeah, title. two weeks and before it's, WrestleMania. It's such a feel-good moment, and you know, and Elizabeth is is there, and it feels like there's some kind of normalcy here, and it just feels good. Well, and, and all those I reasons, don't want to burst I'll, your I'll bubble it, here. I'll, I'll give it. What's that? Go ahead, give your grade, sorry. Uh, A-minus, yeah. Uh, I don't want to burst your bubble, but unfortunately, um, 
this was the last WWF appearance by Elizabeth. They would uh, shortly after separate. Yeah. But um, yeah, so uh, even no, though this I, was... And like, I, I'm pretty much uh, aware And by the way, this, this aired, when it happened, yeah. this aired yeah. live on Sky Television, which was uh, in Canada and Europe and all that stuff. Sky was a mm -hmm. really big network for outside the United States for WWF. So this was airing live on Sky Network. So you see like the Sky logo when they do interviews and stuff like that. That's the network it was on. So this did air live um, in Canada and Europe, not the United States when it happened which is why it was released later on WWF or Coliseum Home Video. Um, so this was the last appearance of Elizabeth. After after this, they would separate shortly after, and no more Elizabeth, unfortunately, in the WWF. Um, yeah. But this match alone, I'm telling anybody who will listen, all two of our listeners, please go out <laughs> of your way to watch this match. It was great. Uh, a great story that Lanny Papo told, which is Macho Man's brother, also known as the genius, uh, that Macho really, really liked Shawn Michaels mm. back here and really saw a lot of um, mm. potential in him. I swear to God, what does he not understand about hang on? Um, I just told him to get all this stuff together. There's a there's a lot of uh, Macho Man saw a lot of potential here back here in 1992 with Shawn Michaels and actually laid out a whole program where he would defend the title against Michaels and it would be a whole thing with a series of rematches and blah 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 and it was yeah. vetoed by Vince. This is according ah. to Lanny. This is according to Lanny. Um, Vince just didn't believe that Macho had a ton left in the tank here. And I think he put the title on Savage here just for nostalgia reasons here. And uh, Hogan was leaving. So he wanted to have the next biggest baby face that he could have with the title. I think that's why he put the title on Savage here. Because Brett wasn't quite ready yet. Um, Flair would end up beating Savage later on this summer. Um, yeah. Uh, or actually fall, I think. Like September. Probably September of 92. I think it's when Flair won it back. Um, mm. So... So, uh, but Macho Man showed everybody here that he had shit left in the tank. He wanted to work with young guys. He wanted to put young guys over. This is uh, a, a must-see match. It really, really is. Yeah. And also and then, the beginning of the end of all that. What's the next one we got? And then we go into a fucking really rit ridiculous, excuse me, ridiculous uh, interview with Virgil, which was awful uh, interview. It was just all over the place. I and can't terrible. even, yeah. And then we're going to go into the next match, Virgil versus the Mountie, 8 minutes, 57 seconds. I put, what a piece of shit match. Virgil was terrible. What the fuck was happening with the, him taking the Mountie shirt off spot that they did? Fucking so weird. I, Virgil, um, Virgil yelling, shine my shoes now. So fucking whoa, weird. Whoa, so fucking whoa. weird. If Virgil yeah, was saying it. So I, I, no, weird. there's a lot of weird things going on there. But yeah. it was funny because I it was so bad. I started telling, you know, telling Apple TV to fast forward one minute, fast forward two minutes. And then all of a sudden, I was like, Mountie has his shirt off. And then all of a sudden, it was back on. And, tucked yes. in. and I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. Did they, did they cut to another match? And then I had to rewind and go and back and see what happened. Same yeah. thing. So I had weird. to rewind it to go, what happened? But the Mountie took his time to get his shirt back. And like, on did his butt and fly. Yeah. And tucked it back in. I'm like, what is going on here? So and, I don't know. And, you, and the Mountie's in great shape, by the they, way. Did you notice? I mean, he yeah, was he in was. really good shape. Shock's always in pretty good shape. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was just like, what's what's the I don't know the if it was anyway? just something that Virgil just did out of nowhere or whatever. It seemed like the Mountie didn't really know what was going on. It, it almost nine minutes is way too fucking yeah, long. F like minus, said, if you can do yeah, that. Yeah, I give a fucking F, you give an S minus. The yeah. next uh next was a Rick Martell interview, which was standard. Uh Bret Hart interview was next. Then we go right into Bret the Hitman Hart, the current WWF Intercontinental Champion against the model Rick Martell. Can I just say minutes. that I was I was sleeping on Rick Martell as a kid as the model? Oh yeah, I think we all we all were. Uh, such a good job. 
13 minutes and two seconds. Not a burn burner, but a solid, solid match. Brett can work with anyone. And then you add Martel, who is also talented, and you can't go wrong. Brett gets the pin after a small package. I gave it a B minus because I don't think it was as good as Sean and, and uh, uh, no, Macho. Yeah, I, but it's a solid it. match. Brett can work with anybody. Solid, solid match. I think sure. I think the thing about Rick that, that people don't realize is that that's a former AWA champion, for crying out loud. I mean, come and on. And former WWF tag team champion. And, yeah. yeah, this guy this guy is, you know, he's got some, he's got some moxie. He's got some work in him. And uh, you know he does this stupid little cartwheel in, in in his matches to to make people upset, and he sprays his what is it essence or what is, what was it called? Yeah, uh, arrogance. Oh, arrogance! arrogance. <laughs> I don't know. I not remember that. When I, when I go back and watch that stuff, I find it. I, I was like, oh, as a kid, I hated it, but now I find it hilarious. And he was doing such a good job. Um, if I can give Rick any advice, you know, from 30 years ago, don't skip leg day anymore. But um, other than that, uh, great job. Well, anyways. I think they all did when they all got off the, you they know. All, yeah, they all uh, shrunk. They all, their legs time. all shrunk, yeah. yeah. Top rope, and Hitman throws down a hard. You know, the Hitman might be a quitter. He is. Yeah. Well, he's Canadian, right? Oh, which is very close to being, why don't you? You know what? Get out. Hey, let go of my coat. Came right down on the back of his head. Small package, right in the center. He yes, got him. He got him. What a move by the hitman. Boy, he glad this is over. All shrunk, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sorry. That's just mean, Rick. I know you're good you're, at juice. You're a pile of shit. Uh, the next... <laughs> The next is uh, we had an interview with Hacksaw Jim Duggan with Lord Alfred Hayes. Dude, that was, the, that was the funniest part of the whole show. Hacksaw came out of the bathroom and flushed the toilet and said, Alfred, I had to work up a sweat. Like fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he said it perfectly. So he Duggan, perfectly. yeah, Duggan came out of the, uh. like, Lord Alfred Hayes was in the back going, we are here to interview Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And then you hear a toilet flush and he walked out and he's like, sorry, Alfred, I had no shit. Like, so fucking ridiculous. Like. So he did an interview. Then we go into Hacksaw Jim Duggan versus the Repo Man. Seven minutes of 14 seconds of pure torture. Um, <laughs> I put another shit match. Typical bad house show match where Tatanka versus Skinner was a typical good house show match. Um, crap DQ ending for no reason. Why couldn't Duggan just beat Repo Man in Europe? I don't know why. Uh, grade D because this shit was dog shit. I, I I put it I put it in the C minus category. The, oh, the thing fuck. the thing that totally entertains me about this is that they're in Europe and Hacksaw can't get them to stop sh- uh, chanting USA for like twenty minutes. Yeah, and he still came out with the flag all the time, and he's all USA like, and he's in. Like, and, and they're but they're chanting. And with they're him. chanting how, for him. Yeah, which I, is I, crazy. I just, we have to stop for a second and talk about how over this crowd is. Thank you, thank you, crowd over in Sheffield, yeah. England. Uh, you were amazing. Um, even even the uh, the little. And they're like, get up! Every time they would get on the ground and do a wear down hold, they're like, get up! They would say, yeah. sing it in unison. You're like, dun, 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 get up! And they were they were into it the entire time. And I was like, yeah. it just made it that much more entertaining. So uh, thank you, Sheffield. Pretty good stuff. But yeah. still, that's a that's a C minus. Fuck you, Repo Man and Hacksaw Duggan. Uh, uh, I mean, little fact for some, who is Repo, who was Repo Man? Come on, James. He was Smash from Demolition, and that is definitely a step down. So, and then next we go to a Macho Man interview who was celebrating his victory. And I felt even worse when they talked to Elizabeth and she was all happy looking. And I love to hear it in Europe. It's fantastic. It's like, I'm it's on my great. way out next week. Everything fine. is fine. Yeah. And uh, it was. Isn't that right, Elizabeth? She's like, yes. That's and then we go right fine. into a British Bulldog interview, which is uh, what everybody came to see. The next match, the main event of the evening, the British Bulldog. 
mm-hmm. against IRS. 12 minutes and 48 seconds. The crowd obviously went insane for David for Boy Davey. Smith. The pop was absolutely huge and worth watching. A solid match, solely intended to get Davey over and send the yeah. fans home happy. Davey gets the pin with a power slam. Grade B minus. Again, maybe I'm giving... I, if this was not in the UK, I would have easily given this match a C, C minus, um, because it just nothing really happened in this match, but it was just extra. It was done. just to get Davey over. Um, yeah. I was really excited that IRS came down to music this time, which he almost never does, but he came down to Ted DiBiase's Money, 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 yeah. and which is always fun. And when he does, he comes down and he's all business, just like a shyster, just like some IRS guy. And the lyrics yeah. were, taxes, 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 taxes. <laughs> it should have been. Not well, really. if someone has to make it, and then somebody has to tax it. That's why they were such a great yeah, you know, money then, incorporated team. Loved yes. it. Um, but obviously, it was was Ted already kind of on his way out here, or was he gone? No, no, they were a tag team still. Yeah, so they were. Yeah. He was still. He was still okay. He wasn't. But he yet. wasn't on the tour. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, you know, you he know. has enough money. You don't want to. But pay it was good, money. and it just showed. And actually, at this point, he was still three months away before he won the IC title from Brett in England. There, there. Yeah, there's one more really, um, really fun moment. Four uh, in between these matches, I think I think before this Dave Boy match, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan, who is co-announcing with Gorilla Monsoon, is holding. Oh, we co- forgot to say that. Yeah, is holding a coffee. Uh, you know, basically a coffee mug holder, and he calls it Brett's like trophy that he won recently. And Gorilla's <laughs> like, "That's not the trophy he won," and you know, and then he smells it and pretends like he's gonna throw up. Like Bobby was just like, yeah, needs to go back and watch it. Like, and, and even their commentary the entire time the. Every time I hear "Will you stop?" I get I get a little tear in my eye. "Will you stop?" Uh, yeah, they, they were, were so great together. And uh, Lord Hayes obviously did a fantastic job. Uh, Sean Mooney's great. I think we all slept on Mooney for years. We didn't realize how good he was. Watching him interview people and getting excited with them, or smiling with them, or are reacting like like the way a fan should react, totally plays into the KFA piece. He he did really well. And I'm he not even gonna, I'm that. not making well I'm making a joke, but I'm not. This is true. The rumor around the locker room is that Lord Alfred Hayes had a massive uh, member. <laughs> Don't ask not. me. I that's the legend about Lord Alfred Hayes that he has a big and it was uh, male an member. Yeah, and it was holding an apple. Was well endowed. Yeah, it was holding an yeah. apple and lifting a weight. And so, as a house show, where do you grade it? You know, I would say honestly, one. if you have a free evening and you want to just like enjoy some nostalgia, but also like just enjoy something that's not a pay per view. Not a Saturday night's main event. This was something before you, have, Raw. Something you probably Raw, haven't obviously. seen. Yeah, this is before Raw. And yeah, this is something that most people haven't seen. Because like I said, on some of the other Coliseum releases, I remember seeing the Brett versus model match. I remember seeing the uh, Bulldog and IRS match on certain other Coliseum releases, whether it's just like the World Tour release or whatever. But I've mm-hmm. never seen the entire card. So I thought it was awesome that it was like welcomed in like it was an episode of Saturday night's main event or uh, like a pay-per-view. But it wasn't. Um, so it was really cool. It was really cool to see. If you have a free evening, dude, totally watch this. It's awesome. Like, yeah. even the matches that I gave an F to, it doesn't matter. You're still seeing people like Sid and Undertaker and Virgil and the Mountie. Brett, Macho. And Brett and Macho and Hacksaw and all the people that you know. Tatanka was always fun. Um, yeah, Tatanka and his infant, like, early career. So this is, dude, this is worth going and just having a good time with. Yeah. For sure. Skinner spitting on people all day yep. long. Is nasty tobacco. <laughs> For audio fans, give us a listen to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at our wrestling channel.